So a um, couple stories that kind of got me interested in this. First of all, I've always lived in a really small place compared to other people. When we got married, we moved into a 600 square foot condo. And so we always, you know, space has been limited. And then even when we moved to other houses, like we just had, I feel like space has always been an issue. And then I kind of realized maybe space isn't the issue. Maybe I am the issue <laughs> and my too much stuff. So I've, it's always been, I'm, I'm a work in progress still. Like I'm not, I don't have this. I'm not talking about this because I'm like Marie Kondo herself. So I am a work in progress, and um, so I just want to share some of the things I've learned. Um, a funny story, when we were in Sunday school like 30 years ago, there was a lady in our Sunday school class who I had, I, I don't think I had kids yet, but she had this little, what she called a Voss. She was from England, and this Voss, she didn't know where it came from. She found it. She was having a garage sale or a garage sale, as she would call it, and so she put this Voss in the garage sale, and it sold for like $10. And so, but then she found out later that she has a person who comes and stays at her house like three times a year who comes and he's like an antique dealer from England and sh and that was that Voss was worth ten thousand dollars and she had sold it in a garage sale and I remember just you know the amazing thing is she had all of us praying she posted it all over Lake Highlands and she got that she got it back like she I know it's like a miraculous story but but I remember thinking when she told me this story like how could you not know about a, a vase in your house like and you don't know where it came from like but I didn't have kids then, you know, like, and so as you add members to your family, like, then you, you, you see that, like, oh, I can see where maybe there's something like, I have no idea this how this got in my house. And as you get, as your kids get bigger, that happens even more. So having, a, having control over your stuff is, is, a, is a great thing to have. Another thing that would happen to me a lot was my mother-in-law was super opposite my personality, and, you know, I'm kind of into the personality thing. So I'm the fun-loving, sanguine you know, that kind of person. And she was much more detailed, perfectionist, melancholy personality style. So she would come and like reorganize my drawers when she would come. And she did it thinking it was really loving, but I took it as an offense. Like she doesn't think I'm, you know, good enough or I'm not doing this right. Um, so I would try some, as I learned that she was going to do this. And if like she got to my house and she couldn't find a, an ice cream scoop, then I'd get an ice cream scoop for my birthday present. <laughs> and so I kind of like would try to like, okay, I'm going to be so prepared when she comes. Like, and then she, but inevitably she'd come and ask for something I couldn't lay my hands on. Like, you know, do you have any masking tape? <sighs> you know, it could be with the tools. It could be with the tape. It could be in my house. It could have been in the junk drawer or in a kid's closet or like, so I, so I finally learned like, I got to have some systems down. And so that really spurred me on to just be like, I need to be able to, if somebody says, do you have any, you know, like, a Band-Aid or do you have any Pepto-Bismol or do you, you know, certain items. I needed to be able to um, know where items were in my house just for the sake of, of peace and order in the house. So we're going to start out with a fun game and I have a prize, but I want you to look in your purse or your diaper bag or whatever and we're going to have a prize. We're going to vote for the person who has the most unusual item in their purse. So at first I was going to play a game where like maybe I would ask you for some tweezers or a French fry or something like that. But look through there and see if there's, if there's anything that we might all think is unusual because you might get a $15 gift card to Chipotle if you have the most in, in, you know, in, in, uh, interesting item. Okay, that's looking pretty interesting. It looks like from a, one of those little put a quarter in. I think I could do better. Okay. So yeah, start if you start seeing some things, hold it up, let us see. Okay, what is that? Oh, she's got a wooden heart. It's from Israel. Okay, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, like a okay. A what? 
Oh, she's got a rock, her son's rock, like a pet rock? Okay, we have a rock and a wooden heart. That's pretty interesting. Socks, am I looking at socks? Baby socks. A cow. Okay, that, and a what? Paint. That's good, that's good. Oh, really? So it's not like from Sherwin-Williams this morning. All right, any, you, nothing unusual on there, Jessica? I She's like got this a. This is a plastic spider. A plastic spider. That's pretty unusual. <laughs> kind of along the cow. Mama with the baby back there. Nothing. Okay. What about you? Don't. So you're not a hoarder, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So. A frozen cup and an orange. All right. Does any? Do you have anything you want to? <laughs> okay. That's. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of leaning toward the rock, the heart, or the cow. Anybody have any thoughts? The heart. What? The heart. Mostly because it's from Israel. Because it's from Israel? All right, y'all want to vote on that? Let's vote. Heart. Raise your hand if you think the heart. All right, we have, I'm going to give you your vote for your own stuff too. Anybody want to vote for the cow? We got a few votes for the cow. What about a rock and an orange? That's pretty good. Rock and orange. Okay, we're going to give you the, the gift card. It was going to be like a... Some, it was going to be an organizational thing, but then I didn't have time to go get something organized. So, okay, so... So the, so the other thing that I wanted to... Uh, so that just kind of gets you thinking, like, I mean, my friend, my super organized friend, Holly... She gave me one time this like purse organizer where you have like all these slots. So if you have a big purse like that, you, 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 you know, and I was just like, do I need to be organized or do I need to, you know, is my purse un unruly? And then my husband, like if you opened up his wallet, he would find, you'd find the ones in the right order within the fives and the tens and the twenties. And mine would be like all wadded up. And, and I'm like, the reason I like that is because then Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I found a 20 I didn't know was in here. Like, this is awesome. And so, but he's just like cringes. So, I, if you're a messy, I think there's kind of a natural messy and a not. I'm the natural one, but I have made progress. And if that's you, you can too. So, I, I, I thought of this mother-in-law drill. And I'm going to name these things. And I want you to think about if you could lay your hands on it. So, I'm at your house and I say, Jessica, do you have, can I borrow your tweezers? Okay, you could do tweezers. Okay, we're going to go around the room. If I come to your house and I'm like, do you have a deck of cards we could play cards with? Could you find cards? Okay, good. Could you find your children's immunization records? Oh, online. Oh, that's nice. Okay, you still can find them. Can you, could you find your passport? Okay. Um, okay, I want to come to your house and I want to write a thank you note. Do you have a note and a stamp you could get me? Okay. Okay. Good, 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 good. Um, I am invited you to a party, but I need to see the invitation. Could you, like, do you have a place where you would have ongoing invitations or things like that, like a hard copy? Yes, but they don't always make it there, and it could be coming here as well. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, I'm going to come to your house, and I'm like, do you have any Bed Bath & Beyond coupons I could borrow? Or any coupons? Do you have a place for, okay. All right, baby mama, um, do you, could, if I came to your house and I said, I need a, some magic markers or a Sharpie, do you, could you lay your hands on that? Okay, all right, y'all are 
Y'all are good. Okay. Okay. They're expired. Yeah, they're kind of stuck on that too. Um, okay, and then the last one, I come to your house and I say, do you have any D batteries? Okay, and you know where they are. Okay, so that's good. That's really good. Um, and then just one for you to think about is like if I said, hey, I sent you that email on, um, you know, on whatever, whatever, could you lay your hands on that? Like, do you have a way to organize your email? So we're going to talk about all those. So, so some of these have to do with kind of systems. Like we need a system for our clothes. We need a system for our toys. We need a system for organizing emails. A system for doing laundry, because like that just keeps rolling around, doesn't it? Um, a system for wrapping gifts or being able to write notes, kind of other centered kind of things. And also with dealing with the mail, like all that junk mail that comes, just like how to deal with that. So we're going to talk about some of those. Um, your handout has... Um, I kind of d had three DE words. Deciding, we're going to try to make wise choices. We are going to declutter, and then we are going to be delivered from that bondage of too much stuff or not knowing where it is. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So um, the, the definition of chaos is just uh, a state of utter confusion or disorder, a lack of order. And we see in the Bible that like, God is a God of order. When he created the world, it starts out, it was, says it was chaos, and then he created first of all he you know separated the the light and day or you know light and night and then he made the continents and then he you know it was like orderly made animals and he made man and so he's a god of order in bible study if anybody's doing that we're studying that there's an order in worship of you know we, we don't want just chaos and disorder that's not going to attract anyone to the lord but there is something about the lord is a god of order and so we want our lives to look somewhat orderly um, and our homes to be orderly because it, it really uh, is a, it's a matter of really being able to minister and have a peace in the home and that kind of thing. So that's kind of our, our why we even want to do that. Got a couple of verses there that I love. By wisdom a house is built and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is full of strength and a man of knowledge enhances his might. So just with, we want the, our homes to be this place of wisdom and understanding that it's just a place of peace. Um, peace and wall, peace be within your walls and security in your towers, and that God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. So those are some scriptures that kind of are behind it. The, the whole introduction to Genesis 1, is uh, that was just too much to write down there. But if you read that, just how that God is a God of order. And so it's, um, it, it notices it's not talking about not having belongings. So I think there's a real trend toward this minimalism. And, I, and I'm a fan, but there are some stuff like you're going to need, and if you get rid of it, you're going to go buy it again later. So that's what we want to kind of discern And when we do this decluttering of, like, I just got rid of, like, my kids went to a school where they, like, the first one needed, I needed a, I needed a Colonial Day outfit. So not only the child, but I had to have one. So I gathered something together, and then I was hideous, so I got rid of it. Like, well, guess what? Four years later, my next job was in first grade. I had to have a Colonial, like, I didn't think through like I'm gonna need this colonial day outfit for all three kids and then a pioneer day costume and then a Texas day outfit you know so like some of these things to, to think long term like I'm going to need this is going to happen again and so I need to, to keep it um, and so I have watched some of the Marie Kondo stuff and I, I think it's great and I think she's got some really good points but I do think that we live in a culture that um, is not exactly some of the things you know I think sometimes those people are gonna either go back to their clutter or they're going to rebuy stuff that they got rid of. So we have to be careful. We want to be wise on that. Um, and it's just, you know, part of it's just our culture. Like when I went to Africa, the women had literally like one piece of fabric and that was all their baby gear. So they carry their baby in it. That was their stroller. That was their bed. 
when they hung it from you know two different piece parts of the house um, that was their you know their bouncy seat and that I mean it was their everything one piece of cloth and I mean that would that would never fly here today like we love our gadgets and we need them and we're desperate when we can't sleep to find something that will help our baby sleep so not saying you want to get rid of all that and have a piece of fabric so we're in a different time and culture than than other places um, and like your child you know, plays soccer like you know that would be something you they're gonna play like 12 times unless they're one of your children you know like they're gonna play like 12 times so you probably could keep those soccer shoes for the next kid you know like some things that make sense too but then other things like an Easter outfit like I can remember saving all these clothes for one son to the next so the ne the oldest son get I mean I know back in the day when we bought like fancy Easter clothes I'm dating myself but, but so I go buy a cute outfit from you know my oldest son for Easter and the second son I'm gonna say we're gonna crawl up in the attic and get you something like you know, you're, so, so some things it didn't make as much sense to say. Maybe like a blazer or something, a little kid's blazer. But, you know, just regular clothes. Like some things you might say we're going to crawl up in the attic and find you some new jeans. But sometimes you're going to want, if you're buying stuff for the young, oldest one, you just are going to, sometimes you're going to want to buy the, this next child something new as well. Um, and so same thing with toys. But we're going to talk about all of these things. So the reasons for disorder, we're going to stop and break, so don't worry, I'm not going to just talk the whole time. Uh, reasons for disorder. Think about this, and we're going to break and we're going to just actually be one group and talk about it. But um, are you too busy? Like, is that why you feel like you have clutter in your home? Like, you're just too busy. You, you no margin to get to get to the bottom of it. Um, are you a constant worrier? Like, I found this was probably my thing. Like, I might need this. Like, what if we get really, really poor someday? and I want a new sweater and there's a bunch and I've just given a bag of sweaters away like that was always kind of a fear and I think it was my parents were like World War II depression children and so they were always saving everything and um, and so I would I, I had this fear of like someday if we don't have the resources I might need this whatever it is um, or maybe I could sell this whatever it is um, another one would just be overwhelmed in life and that would just be that you don't even know where to begin and so that would be the kind of the three categories of why you might have disorder so some common phrases you might hear is I oh I've got to go through that pile like I mean I live like that oh cleaning my attic has been on my list like every week for like three years <laughs> I'm actually getting to it right now I have a, I have a good plan that's working but um but I don't want my children to be having to do it and so my parents passed away and they had not gone through their stuff and it was overwhelming and I don't want to do that I'm not planning on dying anytime soon or anything but I don't want to do that to my family so I want to you know just have be thinking of that that we're not just leaving a bunch of junk for somebody to to go through um, another common phrase is somebody else could use that and so sometimes we get paralyzed with like this needs to go to the women's shelter and this needs to go to the you know toy homeless kid you know like we want it to go to the perfect home and so we just get paralyzed so we want to kind of try to balance that out um, and then another phrase would just be but I need this or you know this means so much to me or this was my mom's this was my dad's or whatever it is so let's break um, let's just kind of break up and just share as a group like do you do you think you have too much stuff anybody want to comment on that like do you think you have too much stuff or it's just you it needs to be organized like what are what what are our issues in here today well my husband and I would disagree he would say we have too much okay so so he thinks it's too much and you think it just needs yeah, to be organized also a missionary kid. okay <laughs> so different bring upbringing yeah. yeah that's that's really a good point different two different perspectives what else do you, okay like, where we've got as much as we need yeah and so we have to figure out where it goes and maybe yeah. even get rid of a yeah. few things yeah that go there. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. so not over the line but yeah also 
Yeah, somebody told me that uh, really you should have your house at only 80% capacity filled. And I, was, I thought that was really interesting because I've always had it 110, you know, just a little bit more than what I really, really could fit. Um, who else? Any? I think for us, like there's certain things we have too much of. Like for me, I would oh. say like I have a lot of clothes because it's like, well, yeah, I love that shirt, but that, you know, I had a baby and now I have, you know, I have an 18 month old and I'm pondering the same like shirt every two days because. Right, you're just washing it, you're not going out or. Right. And I think some of it does come in handy, but then other times it's like my closet is overflowing and I probably wear less than half the stuff. Yeah. Like it, so That's good. That's a so great to identify that, you know. I might have just flown to floor stuff. It'll hang. Oh. Flown to floor that I yeah. possibly could have. Yeah. Clothing, not too much. Once I stop having kids, I'm like, all right, I'll just keep all these different sizes. Mm -hmm. Right. Everything can go. Yeah. It's an exciting day, but I didn't have to go back. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure I can sleep with all the sizes right yeah but too much decor so that so maybe a way to manage that like I have a lot of seasonal decorations okay 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 so that's good you've identified that what else who who else trash bags yeah yeah but that's good moving in the right direction what what are you thinking? Kind of a combo. Um, like I was just thinking, I took out like this big bin of bibs that I had for my one-year-old, and I like I threw out the dirty ones, and then got some practical, and then threw them back, and I'm like, now there's still a huge bin of bibs still. Really? I'm not gonna need all those. Huh? I use like what, you know, ten bibs, and I don't need thirty. So huh? Interesting. I, like, I cleaned it out, but yet those maybe still too much. Yeah. Okay. And and are some of them sentimental? No. No. Okay. They just work very yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. In planning for a second kid, I find myself like, well, maybe I can use this again. Right. Because I don't want to be buying everything buying new. Buying stuff again. Yeah. 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 So I'm holding on to it for now. Yeah. And I'm not even pregnant yet. So it's it's the hardest like, well, part. Like you're still adding to your family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Such a transition. It's like, it's financially responsible to keep so many yeah. things. Right. But then it's like, where do I put it? Yeah, well, and you know, and you're not going to get, so you're not going to get all the gifts you did like yeah. with the first one. No. So hanging on to it is important. What else, y'all back yeah. there? What do you think? So, you have too much so stuff. My kids are older, mm -hmm. and so my, my issue I find is letting go of everything that I kept. I know. <laughs> you know they were younger. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, my daughter's married, but then she still has a bunch of stuff you know, at our house. Oh um, yeah. And I'm just kind of like, okay, when are you going to go through that? You know, because you or them? Are you well, you think? It, some of it, yeah. yeah. It's all her stuff from like ten. But um, yeah. But one of my one of my sons, my youngest son, is in this minimalism thing. Mm. So he's the one that will. Oh, so he's not going to want anything you save. He'll go camping with a you know with a, his Eno hammock, hook it up with some tree trees, and then you know go to the bathroom in the, in the trees. And he doesn't need anything. You know, he's minimalism Mr. Minimalism. Is so yeah. So my problem with but yeah. Well, my problem with him. Yeah. Like it's probably true. I went and saw him the other day and at college, and he sent me back with some clothes. And I'm like, but these fit you, you know? But he goes, I don't need all of that, Mom. But I'm like, but these are jeans. They're good. There's nothing wrong with them. Right. They're holes, you know, that fit you. So he might need them. So, and you might yeah. need them, yeah. 
So then I find myself coming home and sticking them up in the closet. Right, because you, know, you have the space. You know, it's like his stash of stuff that he's telling me to get rid of. Right. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you back uh, there? I don't think he needs too much. Um, I think it's more like the, the initial exercise we went through, we asked while the admins were. I think, like, it's like I know we have everything, but there isn't, like, an organized way. Okay. Yes, passport or. Um, or I think also, like, for my husband and I, we were that way, and then we had a kid, and then it all kind of was like a tornado. Like, <laughs> then we kind of yeah. settled back, and now that, or maybe he knows where it is, but I don't, or like, yeah. Yeah. is she one? Almost. Almost one, yeah. yeah. If one, for first baby? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. 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 So, all the, the, a lot, whenever you're in transition, I think it's especially hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. kid goes to, kid is born, kid goes to college, uh, you know parent passes away, like all those things feed into mm -hmm. making it more paralyzing to get started. Um, all right, so we're gonna move on. Um, so we're gonna, I want you to think now about identifying your trouble spots. And I think y'all kind of talked about this closet, um, maybe it's toys, uh, but just think about in your house, like, oh my gosh, it's that mail clutter, or it's the paper clutter, or whatever. Just think in your mind, Y'all, y'all want to pop out? What's the main thing that's bothering you, or the main thing that drove you to come to the decluttering thing? Like, what's? Okay. There's a spot in my kitchen, so it's under the microwave, so it's a lower than the rest of my cabinet. You can't put anything, like you can't put an appliance. Oh. So I feel like it's dead space, and I feel like every day there's just things get slapped there because nothing tall can fit in it, so it's easy to stick it on that. So bar. is it like like cups or like anything. paper? It could be a jacket. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> my kids would take off something and put it there. My husband would put a piece of mail, and of course, he's going to ask you later for it. Where, you right. Know, I have a spot for mail that he just doesn't agree with oh. for whatever reason. So, just when I clean my kitchen, I clean it off. I usually have like a armful of stuff. Like a junk drawer that's not everywhere. exposed. Like, yes. I mean, yeah, that is exposed. Yes, junk drawer that's exposed. Okay. All right. So, a certain place she's thinking yeah. of. Shelly, what about you? Uh, I think closets. Closet. Yeah. I, And they grow. They'll grow out, but they grow yeah. Space. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'd say like storage spaces. Like if you have a closet that's just storage, like all these pictures that you have mm. in the hallway, like yeah. not hanging on the wall, they're just sitting in the closet. That's good. Like my laundry room. I've got a big laundry room, but it's like all my paper towels and my toilet paper, like lining the counters. I can't even use the counters because they've got other stuff on them. Okay, so storage. That's good. That's that's. Well, my balance. problem is my house has a ton of storage. I'm gonna buy more. Oh. Like, <laughs> I have a million closets in my house. Really? And we're coming over. Stairs that we don't live in. Like my my husband and I are downstairs in the master, and my son is upstairs. But he kind of just rules the whole upstairs because I got tired of some of the toys being downstairs. Mm -hmm. So it went from restoring all the stuff he got thrown in his back bedroom. Okay. And finds old toys back there and oh. his old toys that he did not play with. <laughs> now they're his favorites. <laughs> and so like all three bedrooms upstairs are just toys everywhere. Okay. So, like, yeah. So just need to take this time. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Okay. Well that's good. What about you? I think closets for sure. Like it's an I would say it's an ongoing battle of like my husband will try to get me dressed by his daughter and he comes back and he's like, This isn't good or whatever. Okay. Oh. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, let's say baby points or whatever, but I think just keeping up with it, yeah. the, the too busy kind of stuff. Not, yeah. Like it does take a... Linen closet that stuff is just like, if you open it, it's like falling out on top of you. Okay. Oh yeah, I can I can picture mine. I have an idea for that. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, I feel like our house, like every room that we really live in, has like a catch-all area. Oh yeah. Our kitchen table, one half of it. Every yep. time someone walks in the door, stuff goes there. And so when I clean it, I kind I mean, all of those things that you list, they have places, but all of a sudden instead of having it organized and neat for all of my stationary stuff, if something's on the table, I'll throw it into that. And so now it's just a pile. Yeah. So all of my catch-all. Kind of like a mud room table. on your table. Yes, but there's <laughs> one in each of our yeah. <laughs> main areas. Yeah. <laughs> our coffee table, Yeah, so like if somebody said, where's that letter, you'd be like, yes. well, it could be, <laughs> could be here, here, or here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any poster says my son can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I can't say my top. Yes, my top bookshelf. I'm looking at this. Got all the stuff that I picked up. All the, all the breakables or whatever. Oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, that's a good one to talk about. I do have a, I have a, a system for my remotes. And even with adult kids. Mm. That's good. Okay, what about you? Mm-hmm. And so little appliances like toasters, mm-hmm. uh, or not toaster, you know, blenders. <laughs> um, the only thing that has to be on the countertop is my coffee maker. But I feel like... Mm-hmm. So you stash? Place, yeah, yeah. To so keep we, it clear. So we have like an island and we put like the seldom used mm-hmm. appliances under there. But it's just, I'm, yeah, the kitchen is just the place. It gets dirty so fast. Yeah. Well, and sometimes it might not look... Like you might have the clean counter, but it's what's where you, what you can't see. Mm-hmm. All right, what about you? Um, I don't know. Yeah, things the recipes that kind of keep my mail for sure. Like we don't have an organized way to like process it, or you know things that need to be shredded or you know just thrown away. Uh huh. Um, and also, yeah, like the the junk drawers, mm-hmm. you know, or like the miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. <laughs> That's a big old word, isn't it? Okay. Or, you know, okay. Like paper items. Yeah. Okay. Good. What about you? I think my biggest problem area would be because my son's medical. I've got right. like, you know those Office Depot boxes with the lids, mm-hmm. boxes. So they're like I've got like I don't know how many of those up in the attic of you know twenty years of medical stuff because I don't want to get rid of it because I'm afraid I'm going to need it. Right. To, you know to substantiate some of something to an insurance. Oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah. Still downstairs. Yeah, so then it's like it just keeps getting taller and taller and right. And I'm like, okay, I guess I need What's a box. system for that? Yeah. Yes, I don't know what well, that's system. what we're dealing with with all of my mom's stuff. I don't have bone cancer. Mm-hmm. And she passed away two years ago, but we still have two wheelchairs. We still oh, have wow. her oxygen wheelchair. We still have all these tubes mm-hmm. and stuff that my dad doesn't want to get rid of because he's like, what if I need it someday? And I'm like, you're healthy. <laughs> Is it at your house or his, ha- her, his, his house. house? But still, but yeah. Still. Yeah, you, you know it, who's going to be going through that someday. Mm. 
Well, those are that's great to share. We'll see if we can address some of those things today. Um, so I did start watching some of the Marie Kondo stuff, and I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty interesting. It's definitely a trend to be more minimalism than it used to be. Even like knickknacks. I mean, my mom's like had collections of these little Hummel figures. They're like, I mean, just so many things um, of little collections of things that would just be like dust gatherers. So, and I know, so I've gotten rid of a ton, and I know my kids, they're not going to want them. So just kind of trying, but that sentimental thing is kind of trying to get through those. Um, but, but again, we want to be sure things that are like sort of classic, like maybe you're not going to, we'll talk about clothes, but maybe you're not going to wear it every year, but if it's some dressy item, like you don't want to go buy something new every time you dress up, even if it's every third year. So just balance. We don't want to throw everything away that we might need later, but we want to be able to reach the things and know where they are and have order in our home. So, um, yeah, you might have all these classic things and you can't find them. You might right. Anyway. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you'll have it like in two days because it's good old Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so as far as kids' clothing, let's talk kids' clothing clothes first. So sometimes you do want to recycle some of those either not dirty things, not ripped things, whatever, but just... Um, to recycle and be wise. I used to use just a plastic container with a, with a clippy, you know, sealing lid. Um, but, but also, if you know, if your family has, you know who your people are, then you might know if this is going to be season appropriate. Like if you have a kid born in the winter, you have a kid born in the summer, and that's it for your family, then th they may not line up on some. So figure that out before you go storing a bunch of stuff. Um, then label it, store it. You could store it by sex, boy, girl. You could store it by season. You could store it by size. I used to do it by size, and then I, but literally some of the times I'd open it up and like half of the stuff I'd toss. And that's not necessarily bad unless it's keeping you from something else you need to be doing. Like if you overstore and it's sealed and it's yeah. labeled and it's put away, it's probably not terribly detrimental. Now, if you're paying for a storage unit or you can't find anything, then that's another thing. Um, as far as your clothes, like going through your closet, some of the things you might be asking is, do I wear it? Not just do I like it and does it fit, but do I actually wear it? Like there's some things in my closet, like there's nothing wrong with them, but I don't, if I don't wear them, then I need to think through that. And I, you know, you said two bags, I've given away like up to four at a time, just, and I don't even have my, my summer and my winter clothes in there at the same time. And I don't have a big closet, but it's not tiny either, but it's just, you know, going through, I might need this or I might need that. So I've been trying to get better about giving it, you know, get, getting rid of it. And um, I don't need like 40 t-shirts. How many do we really need? Like five or 10? Like, you know, just, yeah. I mean, just, um, and, then, and then to ask yourself, am I waiting on something? To, like, am I waiting? I'm keeping this because I'm waiting on something. I'm waiting to fit in it. I'm waiting for a certain occasion. I'm waiting to have, I have this shirt, but I don't have anything to match with it. Um, I'm waiting to because I need some piece to go with this, or I'm waiting because it needs to be mended. One time, my husband had these Pepsi swim trunks, swim shoe, swim pants, whatever you call them. We used to call them swim trunks, but swimming suit, and it, and the button came off. And literally, it took me one year to sew the button on. And you know how long it took? Like three minutes. You know, but he loved these the swimsuit. And so, just like if it needs to be mended, maybe that would be its own little subcategory of things to do where it goes in a basket and you mend it. If not, if you're not going to do it, then chunk it and get rid of it. Because I think sometimes we're hanging on to something because there's something else that needs to happen before you can wear it. So evaluate all of those things. Um, have you worn it in 12 months? And except for like severe weather clothes, like super cold, you might need those sometimes, or super dressy. Other than that, if you haven't worn it in a year, then I would really consider whether or not you need to possibly get rid of that. I've heard of people like where they turn their hangers 
you know, the other way and then everything that when they wear it, they turn it the other way and then they see at the end of a season what hasn't been worn. I know, my, I fold so much stuff. Right, yeah, but that's, it's an idea of like, the other thing would be to like, if you're in question, put it in a tub and put it away. Don't get rid of it quite yet and then give yourself some time and then go back and say, I really did make it through winter without 12 ponchos, I just needed two or whatever. Um, so this waiting box would be another idea and then to see what you actually wear. Um, some people have also said turn it inside out like, I mean, I guess that works or somebody wouldn't upset it, but I, that doesn't sound like a good system to me either. I don't want to go through and put, make all my things inside out to begin with. But, but just, you know, and styles change. Like I wear a lot more things that are long than I used to short. So I have like short sweaters. I'm like, I'm probably just not going to pull those out. Like, so just, you know, not that it's even a style thing. Like it's not that they're not in style. It's just that it's my style is, is not, you know. Um, so that's kind of kids clothing, you know, recycling it if it's dirty or ripped or torn or you know don't feel like or even sentimental like you're going to have to um you know if you have a mother or mother-in-law that is super like giving you stuff that you don't want then i would save a couple of things but don't, you don't have to save everything just because someone that you love gave it to you like i finally started i have two sisters and you know i've finally been able to be like they wouldn't want me to keep this sweater that i haven't worn in three years like they like i don't expect them to do that either we give each other gifts for every Christmas and every birthday so we're you know we're constantly giving each other gifts if you never got rid of it you would that would be a closet in and of itself so you know be careful with the sentimental thing um, and then then your clothes again what do you wear what might you wear that, that's worth saving and then otherwise you know start purging and if you're in, qu in question set it aside for a certain time and then and then get rid of it um, as far as toys again when they're when they outgrow them um, put them in the room, but don't let them get to them later, right? Um, but, but you have to ask, you know, are you going to pass this on to the next kid? Do you have a relative you want to give it to? But not make it so complicated that it's like, these are going to Goodwill, and these are going to my cousin, and these are going, I'm saving these for, you know, you got to have a system that is simple enough that you'll actually do it, although, because it's a great aspiration to be like, I'm going to give this to the perfect ministry or the perfect, you know, but, but it's got to be simple enough that you, that you don't get paralyzed by it. Um, so be realistic. If things are broken, that's probably not worth saving. You know, are you really going to put the energy or time or expense if you get somebody else to fix it? Um, things that are battery operated, like I would say a lot of those are not going to go from child to child. We have an expert have on the front row. Battery operated. Yeah. Zero. It's going to be more, the things you're going to say from child to child are going to be more like the Brio train or the yeah. puzz, wooden puzzles or yeah. things like that. Not the, um, not that you can't, but the things I say for my kids to my grandbabies would be block, wooden blocks, the Brio train set, um, you know, just a, games like classic Monopoly or those kind of games. But, um, but again, like even if the box is broken or torn or you don't have all the pieces, like, you know, we kind of live in a consumable culture whether we like it or not. And so we don't want to hang on to every single thing that, that would make that for 20 years to save on an $8 Monopoly game. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Like if we didn't love the game when the, my kids were little, probably the next generation ain't going to love it either. So, um, but that does bring me to, so toys, do you have the fortitude to fix it? Is it broken? Be realistic, balance your ability to who you give it to. Um, my sister did save a bunch of baby stuff for me and now I have a grandbaby and it is fabulous mm -hmm. because I have all these, you know, an exerciser and a, but my attic is full of stuff too. So, but it's, but I think I'm, but I'm actually using all the stuff she gave me. Um, but but pulls, pulls us to the next one on just keepsakes 
and sentimental. So we got to really choose wisely because you love the people in your life, but you and you don't want to hurt their feelings, but you don't want to just have clutter because of them because they're not the one dealing with it every day, and they're not the one when you can't find something and because you're you know. 12 shirts are falling down on you that are sentimental. Um, so you can always get rid of it later, but I also want you to, just to caution, because you're like, you're not gonna get that person back. And so you really have to be discerning about what is meaningful. Like I don't, my, both my parents are gone. My mom died when I was 24. Like I didn't get anything else from her. And so you don't wanna just be like Marie Kondo, give it away, throw it away, it doesn't bring me joy. But also, because they're not, you know, but, also, but just that balance and no one can tell you exactly how to do that. Um, but what I've been trying to do is just kind of have like one tub of sentimental stuff for each child. And I'm, I'm kind of paring it down. I have, so like I had, I'd done, I'd saved all the artwork and all the crafty stuff they made and little clay figures and, um, you know, little figurines of a kid holding a basketball or whatever. My mother-in-law gave me a little silver cup. And, but like, like I can, I'm going to try to have like one, not photos, if that's a different tub, but one tub per child. But don't you don't have to do that now. Because like mom does. She still has all of our tubs. I mean, yes. We're yeah. all twenty six and older. And, and she, she still has it. Because we're like, we kinda wanna keep it, but I just don't necessarily want it at my house. Yes. And yeah. She has the space. She has the space, yeah. It, so we have she has it up in the in her garage. Yeah. So I think having a you know a, um, a system for that. But I don't want you to throw stuff away too soon. Like I do have I do I'm going through my kids' artwork now and they're in their twenties. And now it's like, it's pretty easy to chunk. Like, I'm not gonna frame this anymore, you know. But I did save it. I did one of those like art things you'd get at mm -hmm. Michael's where you just went all in there. Yeah. And they had Fine Arts Day at their school, so it was a big deal, so we had all these. And it would be, it would have been fun at some point, like every one of them painted a Mona Lisa in the second grade. Like, mm -hmm. that would have been cute to all have those framed together. So I'm glad I did, yeah. that I did save things for a while. So don't be too harsh, but don't be a hoarder either. Yeah, I um, Yes, take pictures. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cute. Yes. Yeah. Super cute. Some of the some of the ideas I got for art when I was doing some looking around on like you know internet and Pinterest and whatnot is one one somebody had like a bulletin board where it was all on there. Somebody else suggested that like they, you have their most current thing on the back of the door, mm -hmm. um, a, bulletin, a big bulletin board in the hallway that you would switch out. Another idea was they had like all these white painted frames, like frames that, from Goodwill that they painted them all white and they would just have those in one room and they would kind of switch them out with a clothespin. That's pretty cute. I mean, um, so just, you know, some sort of a system, but not like you're going to want to make sure that the artwork isn't with your immunization record like you know like yeah. you're gonna we'll talk about important papers but you, the paperwork of mother's day out field trip form or whatever and immunizations and you know their their little bible study lesson they get it mothers like those aren't the same categories so we'll talk about that in a minute um who anybody struggle with okay let's talk about the mail so we get the junk mail we got the catalogs that you really might want to sit down and you know enjoy um, you've got the bills, so it just a charitable request, tax receipts, like, like does anybody, is, there, is this overwhelming to some people where you're kind of like, because we try to do the system too, where it's like, I've gone through it, but how do I know if he's gone through, like, I don't have a perfect system, but I have heard, heard of systems that work for some people where it's like, you have three piles, throw away, mm -hmm. one that is pending, things I need to act on, 
and things I need to file. And so I think that's a pretty good one. But the pending could also go in with the file, with the invitation, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm worried about like everything being yeah. written down, like I'm missing something. So I just take everything out and throw all the extra envelopes. Okay. And so I have a basket. Yes. Everything goes in. So it's like today, he's like, where are all the bills? I literally just pull them out. He's just pulled them off the file. Yeah. So that would so, be one way to do it would be like by month, or one way to do it would be like T, you know, electric bill, you know. So, to, but just having a system, because I do think it's important to be able to put your hands on it, even if it's not immediate, but like. Yeah a bin or a drawer or whatever with the latest, you know, with the latest bills. Yeah, because you don't do it that at the moment. Yeah. 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 I, I read something, it was like a funny Pinterest thing, it said, mother's optimism is putting the stuff on the stairs thinking some child's going to grab it on their way up. Yeah. No one's going to do that, including yourself, right? So mail, like I would say that, you know, initially throwing away. Catalogs, one thing I read just said don't keep more than one month's catalog. Like if you're getting one constantly from, you know, your favorite workout clothes or whatever, like don't, you don't need 12 of them, you know. Um, I've kind of gotten, I kind of gotten where I just like throw it away because it just breeds for me stuff I don't, I think I want that I didn't know I needed. Yes, yeah, and so I just, I chunk the catalogs. There's like one that I will say, but otherwise I just chunk them, chunk them, chunk them. There'll be more. If I were to need them, you can go online and find out if you really were. So catalogs, I think, are a big thing. And then sometimes I've gotten where I would be so hasty that I would throw like, oh, I didn't know that brown envelope carried the new American Express in there. So, like, you got to be careful to not just chunk everything. Yeah, one time I was afraid I threw away a IRS check back which we don't get anymore but at one point in my life I was like you know because they don't want you they don't want the world to know that it's a check refund or whatever so yes. you got to be careful with being too uh -huh. thrown away stuff so just be careful with that yes oh this was something important yeah yeah they're not going to say debit card enclosed um, who anybody in here struggle with laundry I know that's not exactly clutter but it sure can feel like it laundry you know Bad, I know bad news is it doesn't go away. But, and even when you have it all done for the moment, like everyone's wearing clothes, they're gonna be in the thing that night. But my, just a couple ideas, because I do think that one is, the ongoing stuff are the things that I think get hard. But the, just to like do a person, you could do a person a day, you could do um, a load a day with everybody's stuff at the end of the day, or have a day for each person. Um, or you can do the, you know, darks and whites. I think the hardest part of laundry is sorting. So when my kids were little and everybody was home, I had a day per person. And then that way there was no sorting. And in the socks, like, oh, you got a lot of white socks with a lot of white, a lot of kids that are, you know, different ages. Like that was, so then I would buy all new Target socks and I put their initials on and that lasted for like six weeks, you know. So just to have a, to have a system. But the, when you wash the, there's, a day that was the best system that I think ever worked for me but I did do the load or two a day for a while just at the end of the day it's not that much I purposely don't buy things that are white or pale in color so I can just wash everything together, together now yeah. I wash my things separate yeah because boys and husband right <laughs> and like yeah, yeah there's a you're not as dirty I can't tell you anything and I'm like can you put a little laundry and I'm like oh I haven't 
certain the wash in the hamper that I don't need to dry before she dried it. Oh yeah. But yeah. I just I, it's a loaded day. All other stuff can go in the wash. Except it's for your that's blue, good. Red, green, and oysters. Yeah. Well, and I put whites with darks. Yeah. I mean, it really you're, nothing. Yeah. We're not in this culture today. We're not saving socks for yeah. more than. Yeah. A, I mean, a while like yeah, the, socks are like the only white. I mean, my my dad used to he had a, this little wooden thing where his mom mended their socks. Yeah. Like we would never. Yeah ever yeah. mend a sock. I mean, maybe. My struggle with laundry is I'll have it all washed and then my son will get something dirty. Like, we're potty trained. Right? Oh. But, like, you just poop in your undies. Now I have to do a little laundry and then I'm scrambling, like, what's dirty? I feel like I just washed everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. I used to get it clean, but I didn't get it put up. That was, yeah. but, but I think the one person that, per load, helped me get it. Yeah. And it might not have been the most ecological. Like, if it was not that full, I still, because, but it just, but then it really got back to where it belonged. Adjust the water level for how yeah, the yeah. If I miss a day, I will regret it. Yes, yes. I need people in my house to not. I know. washing, I love drying in the middle of the Folding, I know. I know. I think that's where, where if it's one load, it's way more doable than three loads. And that would be one of my pieces of advice that I don't have in this section, but just some of the casts you don't like, time it. See how long it actually takes to fold one load of laundry. Mm -hmm. And it's probably like three or four minutes. Right. It's not that much. Mm -hmm. But if you have that in your mind, like I, you did that with the dishwasher. When I was growing up, like the yeah. dishwasher would be full and clean, and then nobody wanted to unload it, so the, dish, the sink would be full of dishes. But yes. when you actually unload a dishwasher, if you have your kitchen set up right, yes. it can take like two or three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you have, like you should almost be able to unload your dishwasher without moving your feet, mm -hmm. almost, honestly. Like, Everything that's in there, most of the stuff, 90, 80% of it should be close by. Close by. Yeah. And then if you have some random item or pans or whatever, but, but, uh, but, but that, if you time some of the tasks you don't like, mm -hmm. then you'll see that I would, I would challenge you to time mm -hmm. one, do one load and you'll be like, I've got three or four minutes or, you know, so. I do usually, like, I just keep washer show. Like, I can't, yes. I can't yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Whatever works, right? Um, okay, so back to the paperwork because um, this uh, this is also not going away. It's not going away. So um, what I started using for my kids was I literally, and I still use this, I use the gallon size Ziploc bags. So I have my vet medical stuff in one. My kids are gone now, but, you know, like important papers. Um, but I use like a bill, like a, say just a Scott Trader, or E Trader, or, you know, some of these things come. I just have a Ziploc bag that they all that they all have go in, and then I use those. I don't even know if they make these anymore. Those magazine holders. It's like this vertical, ma and they go in there. So just um, just to have a system of the, the Ziploc bag, I can see through it. I have receipts in there in one. I have warranties in one. I mean, Ziploc bags. I'm like um, the funny thing is, my mother-in-law used to be a big Ziploc fan, and I was like make fun of her behind her back. And now I am the Ziploc fan. Um, but even like a coup one of coupons, that, you know, one of receipts, one of, you know, important paperwork. School, okay, so then that's where the school papers, like the school papers, or, or you can divide it by child, or you can divide it by school, or you can divide, but you need to, you know, have a system that is the same. Um, I finally got where I had like important papers, like immunization record or academic testing in one, and then the papers like field trip papers were separate. Um, maybe you could all go into one, and then, um, but just a system, you know, you could either do it by child or you could do it by academic 
a medical, you know, whatever, but just one system that is not duplicated so that you're not putting your, you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, and then even like sentimental papers or, or artwork, that kind of thing like that, that needs to be completely separate from your, the ones you might need to get to. And then that takes me to, um, somebody told me that you can take a picture of coupons now. Like I have, that takes me to e-stuff. And so do y'all have folders set up on your email? So like that saved my life because my husband doesn't. He has like 15,000 emails and they're just all in there. And, um, and so, but I have, so I have, you know, like I have a file for each child. If you don't know how to do it, Google it or get a friend to help you. Like this is going to be more and more important when your kids go to school because every, the school is going to communicate with you through email mostly and your teacher too. So have, you got to have these folders so that you can find stuff. Um, and then like if I have, uh, if I take a picture of my passport and I need to be able to find it later, like I went to, you know, Europe three years ago, but I'm going to need, like I will put it in my favorites if you click it twice. So, so have some of your, if you have pictures of some important documents, put them in a favorites in your phone and that's just clicking it twice and then that way it's a more manageable thing to sort through and find your passport number or whatever. Um, but then also you want to know where the actual passport is <laughs> and that would be part of the, you know, organizational thing. So like we have a safe that's got important documents in it. We don't have a lock, but, uh, a bank thing, but just, I mean, I have, I've, I'm sharing all this because I'm the worst. And like my husband would say, where's the, I wouldn't know where it was. I'm like, it could be here, 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 or here. And I, and it's just a panic. I mean, just recently, last week, actually, we have this piece of land and this guy farms on it and he sends a check. It's like $300. It's not going to change our life, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Like I just, I still have no idea where it went. We had to call and get another check. So I, I'm a work in progress, but we got to have, you know, you're going to be the point person in your home for some of these important papers. And so just to have a system so that you're not having to call the guy and say, will you send me another check, which I've had to do. Um, okay, so when we sort stuff, the, generally people say there's like three, um, three things you want to sort. Keep, like you're just going to go back and you're going to have a system for it. Throw away or give away. And I do that. Like I've got the trash bag going all the time and a Goodwill bag going. And so that that's kind of one way you might want to do it. You could also have a not sure pile like that. Go, I'm going to hide it for a month and see what happens. You could have a remove for rotation or send it to grandma's. And some of the toys you're getting rid of, they might want, you know, like my sister that was getting rid of these extra saucer and high chair and all the stuff, like I was thrilled to have. Um, so some of the types of storage, just, you know, you've got the bins with the lids, that's probably good, but, but that's going to be more like an attic thing. For your regular storage, you've got, you know, you could do wicker baskets, you could do plastic storage, you could do those canvas bags, you could do tubs and all, all different kinds of things. Um, some of the things I saw on, on just the internet that as, as I was looking were like where people took those, hang, those hangers that, that hang from a closet rod mm -hmm. and they have, but they're like this wide. And they had like games in there. That was a perfect fit for games. Somebody had where they would um, like crates. Somebody had uh, like for the linen, they had, I saw a thing where they had taken like little plastic bins from the dollar store and they had each, like a, all the doubles, or really every set of sheets was in its own little bin. And, when, and that would be, and then you could have it labeled because right now we have beds, we have doubles, twins, and a king at my house. And so if you, if you don't just happen to know which sheets are which, like to have them individually in these little, and it, it, it just seems so much more doable to have them kind of labeled like that. But they were literally from the dollar store and, and other toys sorted like that through. And as you look at toys, you're gonna be like, figure out what categories of toys you have. Like 
I've got little cars or I've got Barbies or I've got action figures, you know, and then figure out like what each household has. We have a ton, we used to have a ton of sporting equipment, like just tons and tons of balls and every kind of sporting equipment you can find. So just figure out what it is that you have. First of all, identify like, do we have a bunch of games or, I mean, art supplies and kind of categorize them and then figure out, um, you know, what what kind of storage system would work best. Because some of the kids, some of them you're going to want your kids to be able to get in by themselves and some of them you're going to not want them to be able to get in. Um, I like stackable stuff. Um, I use those over-the-door sh over shoe hangers, just the clear plastic ones. I use those for not only shoes, but I use them for my cleaning products. So they're all st stuck in there. I'm not sure how child safe that is, mm -hmm. um, if you couldn't keep that locked. <coughs> but, um, but I also have my, like, all my lot of art supplies in there in those little, you know, pocketed ones and the cleaning supplies. That was probably pretty life-changing for me to be able to have like a Ziploc marker stuck in there. And then it's all in one spot and it's not taking up closet space. It's just, I can see it all at a, all at a glance. Um, I have all my tape together. So like masking, clear, duck, you know, all the tape is in one spot. Um, I have like a wrapping paper center where I've got, you know, tissue paper and and scissors and because that's the worst part about buying a gift is you got my scissors are downstairs my tape is upstairs and my and I'm out of tissue you know like to have those supplies on hand and to kind of have these stations same thing with first aid and I'm, I'm like again I'm a messy you could open my cabinet and be like it looks messy but it does say creams and lotions you know cold and cough stomach and band-aids but you know there's some some method of a system so if you have a big cut or a small cut or whatever you know so just these kind of ideas of stations for some of the things, so, you know, um, kind of getting some of those things. Um, craft supplies, writing toys. I saw one cute thing on Pinterest where they had like, in their garage they had tape, like masking taped off for the different writing toys. And that would just be a motivation for your child to like, it's got a parking spot. Yeah, like go put your thing in the parking spot and it's not just all loaded up. Um, that's cute, so super cute. And that's where I want to spend, I've got one more thing to say, and then that's where I want to spend the rest of our time is um, just sharing, like, I've got this good idea that works for me, or I've got a problem, do y'all have ideas? Um, another idea was, you know, some of those junky things where, like, the, like you get, the doctor's office gives you something, and you got a party favor, and you got a McDonald's toy, and, you know, like, it's, so they, so what this person did was they had, each child got one side, one little tub with a lid, and the, all, the, the stuff they could keep had to fit in that. So if it didn't fit in the category of, you know, the game, or the action figures, or the Barbie, or whatever you already had set up, like, just those kind of junky stuff. They could have one tub each of those, a, whatever size you, whatever, yeah, smaller. And so they get too many, you know, McDonald toys. Then they then they choose and you give or throw away, you know, the other ones. I thought that was a pretty good idea. Um, or like your husband goes to a trade show. He sometimes he'd bring home these random things that they love. But it's just like you know, yeah, or dice like a, a giveaway yeah. dice with the insurance company's logo on it. You know, like. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You might need a tub with koozies. And when that tub is full, no, I'm just kidding. Um, and then I think we talked about the artwork of just taking a picture or back of the door, those kind of things. All right. So I think that's all that I wanted to share. I talked about wrapping station, first aid station, calendar. Like, you've got to have the calendar. You've got to be the mom. I have a friend who's still like, She's got four kids. She's still missing dentist appointments. I'm like, you, you're in charge. Like, 
you you know you've got that's a like if you're the dentist's wife like he needs those clients like so just to have some sort of a system whether it's a hard calendar a phone calendar a wall calendar a desk calendar like you you gotta you know rise up photos gosh that could be a whole talk um, I did find I used to back in my day we had film and then you took the picture you couldn't see it so you took like 12 of the same photo hoping one turned out and then you got double prints because it was like cheap so I in the past year when Addie went to college or a couple years ago I have been going through all these photos because my kids like they don't want 45 pictures of the, our beach trip you know, like I did, but they don't. So I would go through, and doubles of that, so I would go through and like, you know, give them each two pictures of this beach trip and two pictures of mm -hmm. the mountain. And, and then we would take pictures of like, you know, oh, we found a deer in the woods. I took like 12 pictures on Zoom. Like, I can Google a picture of a deer now. I don't even need this picture anymore. So I just literally threw away garbage bags full of family photos. I mean, it sounds crazy, but they don't want them. And so I, I, I pared it down to each child has two of those photo size, and, they, and I still have those. So I have the tub with their sentimental stuff, and maybe it's a special soccer jersey or a, a knick-knack from grandma or a silver cup or rattle or whatever, but then they have two boxes of photos. And then I kept two, too, because I think I was afraid that, if I, like, my sister's pictures with them, like, they might not put that in the same, you know, essential category, but I wasn't ready to get rid of those. But photos is a whole nother deal. Um, but I'm a big fan of, you know, getting like uh, printer picks or some of those Shutterfly books made of trips and things like that. Because I, so I grew up and I didn't hardly have any pictures of me. I was a fourth child. But I do feel like um, I, uh, I want my children, I think they have a sense of family from having photos and having, but having them not just on my phone, but like getting a picture or a book made from a trip or whatever. I go to Groupon. And I will get like, right now I have uh, got the coupon. It was $12 for three of the same book, eight, eight by, eight and a half by um, five, eight and a half by 11 and a half. So like this size landscape book for, and I got three of them. So I can make like when my daughter, we went to Australia, I made one for me and I made one for her. And I, well, maybe another trip where, you know, you can make, I didn't want to have to remake the album, but I wanted different people to have the copy of the same one. So you can go on Groupon and get those things. But I do think, just having our pictures on our phone is a little dangerous. So not that you need to get a zillion of them printed, but at least have them at, you know, Walgreens or Shutterfly or somewhere else so that they're, if your phone gets dropped in the pool, there's still a way to get to them. But I'm also a fan of having some, some form that you can sit on the couch and look at them, you know, um, just because I think that, that breeds like a family sense of like, oh, that was so fun and I love these people. So anyway, so just kind of in... Um, how you're going to organize it, there's a couple different ways to do it. You can do it like 30 minutes a day. Vow to that. You can like, husband, can I please have five hours on Saturday? Do it in a big binge um, or one Mother's, one Mother's Day out or something like that. But just be realistic with your expectations. And, and to keep up, I would just usually try to like, I wouldn't pick up all day long with little kids. Like when I keep Beckett, my grandson, like I pick up before... Well, well, I pick up actually when he leaves. But when, when I had my own kids, like pick up maybe before nap time or before your husband gets home or before bedtime. Like don't be doing the same thing mm -hmm. 10 times a day. Yeah. It's just worth, I mean, it's, you know, they're going to get it back out. Mad. Makes yourself crazy, yeah. Um, and then just in summary, we want to decide. And that is, I just picked Romans 8, 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. So life and peace, that's what you want in your home. And that's going to be deciding what to keep and what to 
where to put it. Decluttering is God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. That's from 1 Corinthians. And then don't be delivered from the bondage of your stuff. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come.